Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's talk basketball right now because the Sydney Kings are sitting on top of the ladder and they've got a massive week ahead um, with the Tasmania Jack Jumpers actually heading back on Sunday before that. A big match on Thursday as well. I'll give you the ticket details for our Sydney listeners in just a sec. But Sydney Kings CEO Chris Pongrass is on the line. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Uh, you're welcome. Hey, big announcements, big initiatives. It's all going on. The, the Kings are going great on the court as well and a new ownership partner. So let's start there since the news that uh, Luke Longley has brought into the Kings. Has he, has he started to get his big footprint on the, on the Kings organisation yet? The good thing about Luke is he's always had a, a really important role with the club and, and across Hoops Capital. So it, it's very much the same. I mean, I think him him um, taking an ownership part in in Hoops Capital, the Kings and the Flames, is just a testament to um, his work to the organisation. So, you know, Luke's, Luke's very grounded and, and, and a humble man. So it, it, it's a pleasure to have him on board, but he's also really intelligent, particularly on the basketball side. So he's, he's someone who I lean on uh, a lot in, in, in all that we do. So thrilled to, to have him locked up for, for the foreseeable future. Yeah, fantastic. And important to to point out, as you do there, that it's across, you know, the entire Hoops capital, so Kings and Flames in all of this. Now, let's get on to what's been happening on the court. Like I say, on top of the ladder, so things are looking good. But two important clashes this week. First up against the Breakers in Auckland and then the huge one on Sunday against the Jack Jumpers. It's going to be rocking. It is. New Zealand have been rolling. I mean, they've they're one of the top tier teams and I think have surprised a lot of people uh, for them to be able to get back and play back home. I think the league owes them uh, a lot of gratitude for the last two years and, and what they've been able to do to, to remain in the league and playing away from home. So for them to be able to go back home and put on a show that they've been putting on sitting at second on the table, we overtook them with that last win on Sunday, but Thursday is really important for us. You know, I think, we're, we're still figuring things out as a team, as everyone is. And Sunday was a nice, complete win for us. So we want to build on what we saw and, and, and look to come away and, and separate ourselves for first and second a little bit further from the pack. And on Sunday, it's the NBL's Indigenous Round. So you guys will wear special shirts designed by Stuart James. It's, it's another important aspect of what the NBL is doing. It is. Stu's... This is this is the second year that, that we've partnered with Stu, and he's he came up with an unbelievable design, and and having him involved in the organisation long term was really important for us, and and have some level of continuity. So he's a great guy, but you know it's it's a really important round for not only the Kings but the league as a whole, and so we just want to um, highlight the um, Indigenous culture and and bring awareness and education and. Um, you know, appreciation for for everything, and and again, it's it's a really important round across the league, and we're thrilled to be able to take on the Jack Jumpers wearing that kit, and again, looking to come away with a win. Jack Jumpers are one of three teams we haven't faced yet, so 
them, South East and Perth, you know, we've played 12 games and haven't been able to match up. So this will be good uh, grand finals rematch. Does it feel like, especially in your position, Chris, as CEO of the organisation, does it feel like you're riding this incredible wave at the moment? The NBL's got so much momentum. And I guess the, the follow-up question to that is, how do you continue to ride that wave and keep this success of the game in Australia going? Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting one. It's a great question because they're, you're right, the, the NBL is facing this, this wave of success. And I feel like that's been ongoing for the past three, four years. Um, you know, I think the turning point was five years ago when Andrew Bogut came into the league. And I think it kind of put everyone on notice that this league is, is arguably one of the best, second best leagues in the world following the NBA. And so for us to continue that trend is important, but for us as a club, yeah, it kind of feels like you're riding that wave of success rolling in from last year in the championship into this year for the Kings. And, you know, but it's also you get so caught up in the day-to-day monotony of these of these games, and you kind of don't have the chance to put your head out of the out of the weeds and look at you know where we're sitting and 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 how it's trending long term. But no, it's it, it's been a great success story for us as a club and and the league as a whole. And and I feel like the WNBL as well. If we're looking at the Flames, we're still on you know, a journey and a, and, and a development strategy for the Flames, both on and off the court. And the WNBL is growing at, at, a, at a rapid rate as well. So if we can try to apply some of the success we've seen on the Kings and the NBL into the Flames, the WNBL, I think we're in a good place. And part of riding that wave has got to be innovation as well. And, and you guys have led the way with this. We know that you're going to have the Christmas uh, Day match, which is now going to be a Christmas night match. So I saw this the other day. Start at 6.30 at night against Melbourne United. And the best part about this is not just what you can offer the fans in the match day experience on Christmas Day, but your broadcast partners are getting behind it. So main channel coverage on Channel 10 and also 10 Peach. So that's really, really important for what you're trying to do on Christmas. I mean, who wouldn't want to, to come to a Christmas Day basketball game? And not only that, it's, you know, I, I kind of looked at my own, my own family and background and thought, you know, what am I doing at 6.30 at night on Christmas night? Everyone's in a food coma after their big lunch and, you know, exhausted from the day. What's better than either going to a sporting match or sitting on your couch and watching it on main channel that everyone across Australia can see. So great opportunity for us, uh, welcomed it by the league as well. But, you know, the biggest proponent of this has always been Paul Smith. He wants to be um, at the forefront of, of innovation in this league and, and just broadly. So for him to see... You know, and I've had experience in the US as well, the success of the NBA and their Christmas Day games. Why can't we replicate it here? I think we've, you know, we might have, uh, have put a couple of people offside just broadly thinking this is Christmas Day, you can't play on it. But I think once it's done and dusted, everyone will look at it and see the success um, of the day and the game and think, well, why, why not? You know, we, we're on Boxing Day, we're on New Year's Eve, we're on New Year's Day. Christmas Day is just another day, and I understand it's very special for a lot of families, but who wouldn't want to get around this game? And, and I think a lot of the, the Kings fans and members, a lot of them have reached out and said, you know, I don't have family in town, or I'm, I'm an expat, or, you know, mm. my family's uh, much younger and have got their own families, and the Kings family's my family. So I think for us, that was really important that we can bring everyone together and, again, test it out and see what works. 
I reckon it's going to be huge. I think you've got the sniff that it's going to be huge as well. So I think it's going to be awesome. And you'll also partner with the Salvation Army, which is great. So a portion of ticket sales going to the Salvos Christmas Appeal. Just a quick one before I let you go. We've been talking about fearsome athletes this morning, and I think into the world of basketball. So I'm just tapping into you as a sports fan here. As the kind of athlete, the kind of basketball player that that scares the bejesus out of you. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Can you think about <laughs> an athlete either in your own organisation or, or one that you've seen across your, your journey who goes, wow, that, that's, that strikes the fear into me as, as a spectator, let alone wanting to be a player? Look no further than Xavier Cooks. I mean, this, <laughs> this guy is, is arguably the best local player in the league and one of the best players in the league. I think he's going to take away the MVP honours, potentially the defensive player of the year honours this year. Um, but I think the only person to do that was Andrew Bogut a couple of years ago. So he's putting himself in good company. But Dave, again, is, is such a high-character guy, down-to-earth, great family man. He's got a beautiful young daughter. And he just plays the right way. He's, this is his fourth year with the club. And I think what we've seen in his development is, is impressive. But if you look at the weekend, he threw down one of the most vicious dunks of the year mm. on Kai Soto, topping, you know, close to topping his, his vicious dunk on Isaac Humphreys a couple of weeks ago. He's had you know, about four or five of them throughout the year. So I think he's putting everyone on notice that when he comes to Sydney and when he comes and plays David Cooks, you've got to be ready. Nice, nice shout. He's making a habit of going over the top, isn't he? Good on you, Chris. Best of luck against the Breakers and the Jack Jumpers as well. It's a massive week for the Kings. Appreciate your time. I appreciate you having me on. I look forward to talking soon.